Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 504, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are joined by Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald. All right, Bryce, we've asked everybody this today. So here's the thing. In in just a simple yes or no, or I mean, you can expand on. It. I mean, it, this is talk radios after all. Uh, the Belichick Brady rematch or, or or reunion, if you will, do you give a hoot or a holler about this this football game? I would say uh, a cautious yes. I mean, I don't put as much hype into it as uh, you know as ESPN is. I mean, obviously it's you know, right up their alley. I mean, uh, <clears throat> anything with Brady, you know, LeBron, uh, <laughs> you know, any, any kind of big name, Tim Tebow, um, that's going to push the needle. And so, yeah, I mean, I'll be interested in it. I'll watch it, but that's because I'm a football fan. I'm an NFL fan. Uh, I'm probably one of the rare ones around here that probably prefers the NFL to college football. Um, I know a lot of people are the other way, uh, but I mean, part of that is just, I have an allegiance in the NFL. I don't really have an allegiance in, in college football, but, uh, and I've said for years, I just, I can't fully get behind a sport that doesn't have a, a good playoff system. And, you know, that's college football to a T. So, but to answer your question, yes, I'll be interested. I'll watch it. Uh, you know, presuming I'm, you know, in front of the TV at the time. And, uh, and so, you know, but I, I just, I don't put as much hype into it as, as, uh, you know, America is right now. <laughs> I got you. Do you think that Belichick will have something special dialed up that might give Brady fits early in the ball game? I mean, obviously he's going to, he's going to do everything he can to win the game. Um, yeah, you know, he was complimentary. I saw a little press conference of, uh, you know, from, from his weekly meeting with the media or whatever, and obviously was very complimentary of Tom and, and should be. I mean, uh, I wrote a column, I think, after uh, the Bucks won the Super Bowl, or maybe it was before, actually, and saying that, look, if, if uh, you know, Tampa goes on and, and wins the Super Bowl, this doesn't, to me, diminish what Belichick and Brady did together. I mean, it, that will go down – uh, in history as, you know, probably the greatest coach-quarterback combination in pro football history in terms of just at least most successful, most Super Bowl titles. And that certainly was, was my point earlier, you know, saying that uh, it, it, no matter who wins the game, it doesn't change my opinion of the other guy at all. So, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't change my opinion of Brady if he wins or loses. It doesn't change my opinion of Belichick whether – he wins or loses. Anyway, uh, let's let's we're we're at the I, I guess the official halfway point uh, for for high school football, and a lot of these districts, uh, Bryce are on on uh, on break this week. They're on their open week. It, has there been a team that has kind of surprised you either direction? Uh, yeah, you know, I would say I think I maybe mentioned these guys before, but I thought Riesel got off to. A, a pretty quick start under their new coach Tyler Crow, and uh, and you know that was a little bit. I didn't see that coming. I mean, that, that was certainly a surprise. Um, I think uh, that Marlin has also played well under a first year coach. Whenever you have a new coach coming in, 
I always tend to give those teams a little bit of slack, a little bit of leeway. You know, you don't expect them to succeed just right away. Um, and so uh, the fact that those teams have, have played well, gotten off to decent starts. Now, I think Riesel has Franklin this week, so, you know, good luck with that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the Lions are number one in the state, and they've, they've uh, played really well. But uh, but those are two that, that come to mind. And then, you know, as far as uh, the other way, you know, maybe, uh, I guess, uh, mildly disappointing, I'm – I mean, I guess you could maybe throw Midway in there, but again, I feel like uh, you got to give first-year coaches just a little bit of time to get in there, get their uh, systems established, you know, kind of get, uh, you know, maybe run off some kids that uh, don't need to be around anymore, and uh, you know, and and sort of get maybe a, give them a year to sort of get their system in place and, and the kids to grow familiar with that system. And then we can start judging. them. What's the highlight game this week with all the teams that you just mentioned having some bye weeks, but the, the highlighted game for you this week, uh, there's some, there's some early district implications out there. There are. And I think in that Lorena district, uh, what's that 11, three, I think, uh, there are some several interesting games there. Um, to me, Lorena, I feel like this district is not looking quite as competitive as it did last year. Uh, I mean, I felt like last year it served up a, a humdinger of a game pretty much in every matchup. But to me, Lorena looks like the class of this district this year. And uh, they play Troy on Friday. That's one we'll be at. But um the, the game in that district that if you're, if you're asking for maybe just quote unquote, the game of the week or, or the, uh, you know, the most competitive looking matchup, I'll be interested in the Academy McGregor game. Uh, that was 45, 42 last year. Now I think um, I'm not sure McGregor's playing at the same level they did last year. They, you know, they're, they've made a transition at the, at, the quarterback position with uh, moving Chad Lorenz, who's, you know, was their top running back last year, moved him into the quarterback spot. They had a really good, you know, he was our first team super syntax quarterback last year, Viandre McDaniel, and he's gone. So that's been a transition for the Bulldogs. But, um, you know, this, this is a very key game for both Academy and McGregor because they're both sitting at 0-1 in district. And, you know, you don't want to fall to 0-2. I mean, that's, that just creates a, a mountain that you don't want to climb. So that's one I'll have my eye on. But, uh, you know, a game I'd really like to see, because this was a, a topic that Chad and I talked about this week, I would love to see West and Lorena play. Uh, and that the only way that does happen, I think we were looking at it, uh, it wouldn't happen until the state semifinal round. So you're talking about both of them having to make some pretty good runs. That's okay. But – yeah, hey, and, you know, I feel like both of those teams are fully capable of it, um, and they're both playing really, really well right now. And so that's one I would love to see, among others. I mean, how could you not want to see uh, La Vega and China Spring play? They won't play because they're in different 4A divisions, but, uh, I mean, that would be a fun one too. You know, I, I and I know that uh, it doesn't have the same – 
pizzazz that it that it that it once had. I mean, because of the record of Cameron. But the, it, it, isn't this the week for the Battle of the Bell, Rockdale and it, Cameron? And man, it I, it, it's still that rivalry football game. And and, and Cameron's coming off scoring what three thousand points the other night against uh, Caldwell. <laughs> I mean, so I I don't know. I I, I kind of put a little st- when I was jotting down my games. I kind of put a little star by that one. Because it is the Battle of the Bell, and, and everybody in Milam County has an opinion, Bryce. <laughs> That's right. And, and you can better believe that uh, in Rockdale and in Cameron, I mean, if, if you're going to win one game in a season, that's the one to win. And uh, they, they take it very, very seriously. It's a fun rivalry. One of the best around here, I feel like. And just obviously with the, the tradition of the Bell you know, in the Battle of the Bell, I think it's cool. And like you said, Cameron, uh, you know, they played a really tough schedule to start the season. And so obviously they did take some lumps, but uh, they're looking okay after that 70 to nothing, you know, win that you referenced against Caldwell. How does Baylor go into Stillwater and come out of there with a W? Man, (laughs) You know, John and I used to ask that question all the time because it never would happen. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it's. I, I remember. I think Baylor fans will never forget Bryce Petty tripping over the five yard line, the turf monster getting him. I mean, that one. Uh, they, they've taken a lot of good teams. I think Robert Griffin was zero and three up there. Um, you know, it, it's been a house of horrors a lot of times. Now they have won twice in recent years. Two of the last three. Uh, yeah, two of the last three, 2019, I guess. Uh, you know, the last time they were up there, they won. So, you know, we'll see. As far as what it's going to take, I mean, I think they're going to have to play a much more uh, consistent game offensively this week. I mean, uh, last week we saw a pretty good offensive game for, for two quarters. And then, you know, give Iowa State some credit. I think the Cyclones made some adjustments and really took away – uh, some of the things that Baylor was doing well, but I also felt like Baylor maybe got a little conservative at times. There was a there was a drive, I think, right, not a drive, a possession. <laughs> let's call it that. <laughs> after the uh, trusted Ebner punt return, where Baylor went run, 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 and uh, lost the yard, and then kicked the field goal. And I felt like you know eh, maybe you could have put put one in the air right there. Uh, you know, try something a little different. But I can't you know, give Jeff Grimes too much grief at this point of the year. I feel like that offense has really been transformative. You know, if we're, ta- if we're comparing it from, you know, last year to this year, um, the offensive line is better. The running game is, you know, off the charts. And, and uh, you know, Gary Bohannon looks very calm, very collected back there. Now it helps when you have time to throw, too. You know, you brought up Bohannon, and I was just about to, to talk about that in, in Jeff Grimes. Bohannon is playing well, and Grimes is not putting him in harm's way. I, I think it's a combination, and therefore, you know, Gary hadn't thrown a pick. And, and they're managing this thing pretty darn well. Yeah, and uh, absolutely. And I feel like uh, it, it suits. It's an offense that suits him well. Um, I wouldn't call him a game manager. But uh, but certainly they're not asking him to go out and throw the ball around, you know, 50 times a game like maybe Bryce Petty or Nick Florence did back in the, the days of, you know, the Art Bryles era. Uh, it's it, Like I said, I feel like this is an offense that suits Gary well. 
Uh, it allows him to occasionally, you know, get out there and show his running skills, which he's a different kind of runner. I don't think he's a burner. I feel like he's kind of a like a tough, you know, he almost feels like a fullback at times, you know. I mean, he's not afraid of contact, that's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's been fun to watch the, the transformation of this offense. Does Matt Rule go into AT&T Stadium and win the game of his professional career on Sunday? <laughs> well, I guess if he did, he'd be the Texas State champ, wouldn't he? Because uh, <laughs> yeah. they already have a win over the Texans. Uh, the Panthers are playing well. I feel like uh, they're going to miss Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I haven't gotten the latest injury report on him, but it sounded like uh, that was that was not good. So, um, you know, he's a big, big piece of what they do in Carolina. But uh, give Matt Rule a lot of credit. It's, it, it's very reminiscent, I feel like, of uh, his time at Baylor where uh, that first year was, mm, you know, <laughs> it was a little uh, hard to look at, and, you know, a little bit of a transition year, a little some bumps. And uh, and then that second year, you know, there was a lot of improvement. And then by year three, we saw what happened. I mean, Baylor went to the Sugar Bowl. So, uh, you know, we'll see if, if Carolina can keep that up. I feel like, uh, you know, going into Dallas without Christian McCaffrey probably is a lot to ask, but it's, it's the NFL. Anyone can win any given week. All right, uh, as we kind of wind things down, I want to get your thoughts on your Astros. A 92-win season so far. and I mean, what, what's your assessment of this, of this club as they get ready for a proposed season? Well, you know, I'm excited, optimistic. Uh, that's, you know, that's every year, I guess, going into the playoffs. I mean, you got to be. But at the same time, they've kind of limped to the finish a little bit. And so that's, you know, mildly concerning. Uh, and – you know, I, I, I've been pleasantly surprised with the pitching staff. You know, after losing Garrett Cole, I was, you know, didn't know what quite to expect, but I feel like they've they've put that together pretty well. Some young guys have stepped up, and of course, they still have some guys like Altuve and Bregman and Correa, who've you know been there, done that. Uh, they've seen the postseason battles, and uh, so yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, Tomorrow will be October. You got to love. To me, I, I wrote a column a few years ago. October, greatest sports month of the year. I'm putting it out there uh, because you got everything. You got the NFL, you got college football, uh, baseball playoffs, the NBA is starting up. You know, everything's going. You got to love October. Uh, you know what? I don't disagree with you. Plus, the weather uh, should be pretty good in October. And. And uh, that, that it makes for a lot of fun, doesn't it? It does. All right. Uh, I know you got to go out and coach your son uh, from the stands. That's what you do. <laughs> it's called JV Thursday, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell him good luck from all of us here at ESPN Radio. And you guys have fun. Thanks for your time tonight, Bryce. All right. Thanks, Tom. See you later. He, he's, he's typical dad now. He'll coach him from the stands. 